welcome back. You made it. So I had an interesting experience yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. Um, so I don't know how to explain it. I was just walking and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the shelf and pick out the Book of Mormon. This is a replica of um, the first edition. It's got the blue speckles and everything. And I just felt like I just needed to get off the shelf and open the book. So that's what I did. Um, so I opened it up. Okay, I got to show you the inside. Look, there is no headings of which chapter it's in. And no, you know, you're not going to see what verse you're on. And I was just drawn to, I'm going to read it because it's going to make sense. We're going to read a little bit of scripture, but this is how my mind works. So I started reading. The nice thing is I kept reading. You don't know where you're at, one. And two, there are no verses, so you don't even know how long you've been reading. But it says, and it came to pass that he began to speak to his people from the tower, and they could not hear all his words because of the greatness of the multitude. Therefore, he caused the words which he spake should be written and sent forth among those that were not under the sound of his voice, that they may also receive his words. And these are the words which he spake and caused to be written, saying, My brethren, all ye that have assembled yourselves together, you that can hear my words, shall I speak unto you this day, for I have not commanded you to come up hither to trifle with the words which I shall speak, but that you shall hearken unto me, open up your ears that ye may hear, and that your heart that ye may understand your minds, the mysteries of God may be unfolded to your view. I have not commanded you to come up hither that you should fear me or that you should think that I of myself am no more than a mortal man, but I am like ourselves subject to all manner of infirmities in the body and mind. Yet as I have been chosen by this people, you're consecrated by my father and I and let's see, and was suffered by the hand of the Lord that I should be ruler and king over this people, and have been kept and preserved by his matchless power to serve those with all his might, mind, and strength, which the Lord hath granted unto me. I say unto you that as I have been suffered to spend my days in your service, even up to this time, and have not sought for gold nor silver nor any manner of riches. Of you, neither do I suffer that you should be contained in dungeons, nor should make slaves one of another, or that you should murder or plunder or steal or commit adultery, or even that I should not suffer that you shall commit any manner of wickedness, and have taught you that you should keep the commandments of the Lord in all things which He hath commanded you. Even I myself have labored with mine own hands that I might serve you, and that you should not be laden with taxes. And there should nothing come upon you that was grievous to be born. And all of these things which I have spoken, ye yourselves are witness this day. Yet my brethren, I have not done these things that I might boast. Neither do I tell you these things where I might accuse you. But I tell you these things that you may know that I can answer with a clear conscience before God this day. Behold, I say unto you that because I said unto you that I have spent my days in your service, I do not boast, for I have only been in the service of my God. 
And behold, I tell you these things that ye may learn wisdom, that ye may learn that ye are in the service of your fellow beings. Ye are only in the service of your God. Behold, ye are called my king. And if I, whom ye call a king, do labor to serve you, then had not ought to labor to serve one another. And behold, also, if I, who I call your king, has spent my days in service, hath I not been in the service of my God? Doth merit any thanks from you? Oh, how ye ought to thank your heavenly king. I say unto you, my brethren, that if you should render all thanks and praise which your, with your whole souls have power to possess to that God who hath created you, that he hath kept and preserved you, and hath caused that ye should rejoice, hath granted that ye should live in peace one with another, I say unto you that it should serve him who hath created you from the beginning, and the art preserving you from day to day by lending you breath, that ye may live and move and do according to your will, and even support you from one moment to another. I say, if ye shall serve him with your whole soul, yet ye shall be unprofitable servant. And behold, all he requires of you is to keep his commandments. And he hath promised you that if you keep his commandments, you shall prosper in the land, and he doth vary from he never doth vary from that which he hath said. Therefore, if you do not keep his commandments, he doth bless if you oh, if you do keep his commandments, he doth bless you and prosper you. Um, how awesome is that? That he's gonna prosper you just from keeping the commandments. Um, okay, now, moving on from that. So I read that, I, I continued to read, but um, I was like, well, that's interesting. Why, I don't know, like, why did you want me to read this? <laughs> it was, it was weird. Um, so last night I woke up twice. In the middle of the night and I always look at the clock whenever I wake up and I've been doing this forever and I look at the time and then all of a sudden uh, a scripture comes comes into my mind so um, it was three what was it my mind went, it was 1136 and I was like 1136 what does that mean and then I heard Messiah read Messiah and I was like, okay, but I get that it's chapter 11, right? But there is no 36. And so I was really tired and I was reading. Uh, I was like, well, maybe it means three, verse 3 through 6. So I started reading verse 3 through 6. So I'm going to read it to you. And it says, um, and he laid a tax of one-fifth part of all they possessed, a fifth part of the gold and their silver and a fifth part of their zenith and of copper and of brass and of, and their iron and a fifth part of their fatlings and a fifth part of their grain. And all this he did to support himself, his wives, his concubines, and also his priests and their wives and their concubines. Thus he had changed the affairs of the kingdom for he put down the priests and that had been consecrated by his father and consecrated new ones in their stead, such as were lifted up in the pride of their hearts. 
Yea, and thus they they were supported in their laziness and their idolatry and their whoredoms by the taxes which King Noah had put upon his people. And thus the people did labor exceedingly to support iniquity. So you have um, King Benjamin who is, you know, served, he served his people and asked nothing except to keep the commandments. And then you have Noah putting taxes on everything, you know, everything they possessed, all their gold, all their silver, all their zenith, all their copper, all their iron, all their fatlings, all their flocks, all their grains, all of it, just so he could be lazy. And you could say that about our current condition. What do our people in office do, right? We get taxed like crazy. So then I fall back asleep and I wake up and I was like, I know it has only been an hour. For whatever reason, I just knew it had only been an hour. And I look at the clock and it says 12.39. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I go to Messiah because I know it's Messiah, right? He's wanting, there's something I I need to to learn or hear or something. And I'm going to read you Messiah 12, 3 through 9. And it shall come to pass that the life of King Noah shall be valued even as a garment in a hot furnace. For he shall know that I am the Lord. And it shall come to pass that I will smite this people with a sore affliction, yea, with famine, with pestilence. And I will cause that they shall howl all the day long. Yea, I will cause that they shall have burdens lashed upon their backs. And they shall be driven forth like a dumb ass. And it shall come to pass that I shall send forth hail among them and it shall smite them and they shall also be smitten with east winds and insects that shall pester their land and also devour their grain and they shall be smitten with a great pestilence all of this because their willingness to let's say blah, blah, blah. and all this will i do because of their iniquities and abominations and it shall come to pass that except they repent i will utterly destroy them from off the face of the earth yet They shall leave a record behind them, and I will preserve them for a nation, for they shall possess the land. Yea, even this will I do, that they may discover the abominations of the people of this nation. And many of these things did Abinadi prophesy among this people. And it shall come to pass that they were angry with him, and took him, and carried him away, and bound him before the king, and said unto the king, Behold, we have brought this man before you, because he prophesieth evil, concerning thy people, and thus saith God, will destroy them. And I was like, so you have to also know that um, I just keep hearing, just keep hearing, oh, ye wicked and perverse people, oh, repent ye, repent ye to the ends of the earth. Like, I, I mean, The wickedness that abounds today is just like in the days of King Noah. And King Noah was so wicked. And um, you can see the corruption and the wickedness of the people that, you know, run our country, run big businesses. You can see that. Um, You can correlate those two things that it's just like, it's just like them. And, um... Then you see people who 
like if the prophet says you need to do better at this and they're like oh that was just merely a suggestion i don't think that was a suggestion people i mean if you look back in scripture you're talking about old testament new testament the book of mormon guess what history repeats itself over and over and over again and what does god do what does he do right we get wars and rumors of war and who do we wipe off the face of the earth both sides because we don't learn nobody learns it's just like i said last time we're, we're like the people of um moses where they just wander wander die wander wander die never learning never growing from past experiences and it's fascinating that nobody learns from that like at all we're always in this continual thing and um i loved so on Sunday, um, Sister Havard talked about serving other people. And I love King Benjamin's thing about serving other people. And before we, my son went on his mission, we told him that when we're having a down day, you need to go serve. And I try to do that with my own kids. I make them go serve. Because when you're feeling bad and sad about yourself, I promise you somebody else has it worse. And when you're serving somebody, it's it's kind of like, you feel bad because you're doing it to make yourself feel better. But then you, when you actually go and do it, you're only doing it begrudgingly. Then you see that it changes somebody else's life. And um, then you feel joy, right? That's true joy. True joy is loving other people, serving other people. That's where true joy is found. True joy is found in people, not things, not money. And so I loved that um, she talked about serving other people and waiting on God's time. Because um, we all want to hurry and rush through things and not let God um, prevail in our life. And that's sad. It's sad that we're so in a hurry to do things instead of enjoying the moment that we're in. And you know, feeling the feelings, feeling sorrow, feeling sadness, feeling joy, feeling happiness, um, and letting God's truth speak to us. Anyways, I was an interesting day yesterday, but it was what I needed. It was what I needed, even though it was a weird day. And I woke up multiple times in the middle of the night just to be told scripture. And that was okay because it's what I needed to hear that I just needed to continue on my path and not let other people um, affect that, my, my path that I'm on to better myself and to um, feel the spirit more. And I do that by serving because it brings me joy. And that's all I have today. I hope that you can find peace and that you can learn to listen and hear what God is trying to tell you. Like when he says, pick up scripture and just flip it open and read it. You might be surprised when you're having a bad day that if you just literally flip open the scripture and read whatever page it lands on, um, you might be surprised at what 
you learn or you might actually find that it's just what you needed to hear. And go out and serve. Go out and do. Print often and daily. And you'll see the world around you change. And people change too um, when they're around you and they feel the spirit because you're um, going and serving and drawing closer to God by daily scripture study and daily repentance and daily service to others. And I hope that you have a very blessed day and that God brings peace to your soul. Till next time.